Just a quick word of warning before we get going that the following podcast will almost certainly contain spoilers and may also contain strong language and conversations of an adult nature. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Strong Language and Violent Scenes, the podcast that gives a second chance to films that might not deserve them. I'm Mitch Vane, a freelance film composer and the founder of ShockStreetHorror.com. And I'm Andy Stewart, I'm a filmmaker and a journalist and a bunch of other rubbish in between. And uh, very happy also to welcome our first ever guest to the show. He is a award-winning comedian, also the voice of West FM's Breakfast Show, and also the voice of Insane Championship Wrestling, Mr. Billy Kirkwood. Thanks a lot for joining us. Hello, hello, yeah, Billy. It's lovely to be here. Yeah. You know, I should have said I'm also, I guess, the host of Watch Bad Movies with Great Comedians. Oh, of course, is, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought yes, I'd say yes, that. That's yeah. like a relevant show, very relevant to what we're talking about today. I should it imagine. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's let's dive in, Mitch. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this film, to be honest. I think it's maybe best way uh, just put it over to Billy then, and just you can tell us what what film you decided to bring the, the to the. The movie I picked is oh, an oddity. It's a film <laughs> I love and hate in equal measure. It's so odd, but that's my taste in everything. I think I grow to love things, and uh, particularly if you're in film, because anybody can make. I think it's over. Anyone can make a masterpiece. But a film that you'll just keep rewatching will become a favourite. That's not easy to do. That's not easy to do. Like I, I'd say now we watch Jaws any day of the week. You know, mm-hmm. so that's I'm completely contradicting myself. The film is uh, the Adventures of Buckaroo Bunjai uh, across the uh, the East Dimension. Uh, <laughs> yes, which yes. is a film not many people will know. Uh, I think probably the biggest thing people know is it got Peter Weller the Robocop gig. Seemingly, that's probably his biggest claim to fame. That and it, um, it's single-handedly bankrupt Sherwood Studios as well. Oh, God, yes. Uh, which which I, I think both of those things are equally fascinating in terms <laughs> of, like, um, yeah, like how it functions as a film. So, but yeah, before we before we really get into it then, so, like, what is your relationship with this film? What, like, like what, you, why you know, did you make a statement? Do you know the first time I ever saw it was, remember Bravo? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Bravo, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, they always used to put on the most oddest movies. Like, it was the mm-hmm. first place I ever saw, like, Hell Comes to Frogtown and yep. all, all these uh, type of movies. Pretty much everything at, uh, that Arrow Video released nowadays. Yeah, yeah, uh, these have, and it was when I saw Buckaroo Banzai and I remember watching it god I must have been 17 maybe 16 probably even younger than that I'm not mm. sure and I remember watching it halfway through the film and just going what the fuck is going on <laughs> what the fuck is going on like I recognise uh, um, um, John Lithgow because he uh, who, I think at the time he was in Fifth Rock and the uh, Third Rock from the Sun Third Rock from the Sun Bigfoot and the Hendersons uh, I'd seen him in Bigfoot and the Hendersons seen him in uh, um, Citizen Oh, what was that film called, man? The one where he dresses up as a woman right at the end, and it's so weird. Um, Raising Cain? Is it Raising Cain? I, I, I think I said Citizen Cain. Anyway, so but I knew he was, and then, like, and there's Peter Weller, and there's Jeff Copeland. What is this? Ellen Barkin. And, and then, but the thing is, and that was back in the day before, like, details would come up. Like, you could just push a button for information, and, like, oh, that film gone. Like, I've only saw the last 10 minutes of this film, and I have no idea what's going on. Because of a light's fucking in it. And he's like, what is this? <laughs> for some reason. What is this? Right. Nonsense. Uh, but there was something about it. Do you know, I think one of the things that gets me about Buckaroo Banzai, the left out, even in a little 10 minute, is it's fun. Yeah. There's an element of 
fun about it and like from comedy to acting to plays to anything if people are having fun man you're engaged you are engaged you know what I mean uh, so I think a little time went by finally tracked this bastard down uh, on, <laughs> on like VHS I think it was and, and this was around about the time I worked in Blobbuster Video when I was a student okay. so like you, Ideally, you place. It's the best job in the world because, like, back then I was a film student as well. You got a seven free rental. You just eat everything, everything that comes. You watch any type of tripe that comes. Films that I wouldn't even give the time of fucking day to now. You know, like, <laughs> even good films that I wouldn't give the time of day to now. Like, I remember watching um, what's that one with um, Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer? Um, what lies beneath? What lies beneath? Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't watch that now. To be honest, just not my type of film. Nothing wrong with it. Great film, Robert Zemeckis. Good film. Probably wouldn't watch it, but I would just watch anything. That and mm-hmm. uh, a- a- AI or A1, as people would frequently come <laughs> to the fucking shop and ask for. It's just like, you motherfuckers, learn to read you illiterate bags. Uh, and as someone from, these are my people from Ayrshire, and I was just like, oh, fucking get a grip of yourselves, fuck's sake, give me <laughs> high sixes and all that. So, um, you, you go through a period of time and then you think you get into like your, your your 20s and you start really latching on to favourites. You start becoming the person you are. Yeah, sure. You know, mm-hmm. and I've always been a sort of mixed bag and I love mixed genre. People are smashing up genres together and yeah. having fun and maybe it's my artsy-fartsy background. I, I don't know. Uh, but then I, I, I would re-watch this film continuously. Now, here's the thing. I reckon <laughs> the first 10 times I thought it was all right. <laughs> right. I, like, see that? After like the seventh time you thought it was all right. I'm quite impressed you put the hours in. Yeah, oh yeah. I kept, I kept going. It was... It was something quite relaxing, fun to have on in the background, and sure. just constantly glancing around. It's colourful, and there's clearly a lot of ideas. Going. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's just like it's overflowing with I, ideas. Yeah, it's like I, I think I love the ambition of it, like more than yeah. I love the ambition of it, and the fact that they've clearly went. We wanted to make something a bit different. Now, whether or not they've achieved a successful or a good film, it's certainly different. That's up for debate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for sure. It doesn't even have the. I think it does have a cult following, certainly. Oh, yeah. It, it does yeah. It does have a cult following. Even filmmakers... I love the fact that filmmakers even today... Even J.J. Abrams is a fan of this film because he goes, look at what they're doing. It's fun. And I, that's what I like about... Buffy Kevin Bunting. Smith's been wanting to remake it for years. Kevin Smith, please don't. No, no, no. Uh, we'll say that yeah, you're right. talking yeah, about no, that. No disrespect. Yeah. Do you know something? Um... Judging on some of his recent work, I totally get that. I totally yeah. get he's he's a guy that likes to, to bend genres. But the thing is, I don't think you can remake this film because what they're trying to do is so this film, like, how on earth they ever thought this was gonna be successful? <laughs> <laughs> like, because it's like there's like a bit of Flash Gordon in there, mm-hmm. there's like fucking like rock operas, there's like comic book strips, it's so all over the place. It, it's like just just put it all in put it all in and he's going to have a gang and everything's formed everything's formed you don't get any backstory apart from like yeah, that's the it. little the mm-hmm. pre everything's formed which I do like in a film mm-hmm. I like that this is the universe come on in like if I see the fucking Peter Parker Genesis story or Batman's <laughs> Genesis story one more fucking time I will scream I know who fucking Batman is I tell you, my fucking Two-year-old knows who fucking Batman is, all right? I don't need to see that Genesis story again. See, just in general, though, I'm generally getting to the, getting to become of the opinion that origin stories can largely get to fuck. Because, yeah. like, um, I'm much more like... Have you seen A Quiet Place? Yes, yeah. Right, so, like, see the fact that you're just planted in the universe there and you're like, right, okay, something's happened. It doesn't matter what. Yeah. Here's where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that a little bit more. And I think that that kind of ties in with the fact that... Um, 
Buckaroo Banzai has certainly got a kind of like uh, shoot first, ask questions later approach to the exposition. <laughs> yeah. Where like yeah. it kind of drops some, some events that are on their surface extremely confusing yeah. and then they kind of like feed you an explanation afterwards. Yeah, I, I, like, oh, I even love the stuff they don't explain. Yeah. The watermelon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is the watermelon yeah, there? Yeah. I'll explain later. Yeah. That's an Easter egg. They are, and this is what I like about it, they are fucking with us. Absolutely. They are yeah, literally 100%. fucking with us to the point where they want you to go, we're fucking with you, but come on, just take the leap of faith. They want you, it's a constant film with them going, take this leap of faith. Just get on board. I also yeah, this think is a cartoon. <laughs> take the leap of faith. I also think they're fucking with the actors. Because <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, for the most part, cuts around in a red cowboy outfit like Roy Rogers. I love the fact he's a brain surgeon. Yeah. And then basically, they, get, yeah. they give him an opportunity to cut loose and he's like, I've always wanted to be a cowboy. And they're kind of like... Okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> I said that it's kind of ahead of the time in a, in a world where we're just developing, like you know, we've got like gender fluidity and, and stuff like that. We're doing all these things and really want people to open up. Back then, you joined the Hong Kong Cavaliers. It's like, yeah, that's fine. You can be whoever you want. Um, you can be literally whoever you want to be a cowboy. Now, if I turn, if, if I was going in for surgery and he happened to, I happened to <laughs> catch a glimpse of him before or after my surgery. I would have some real, real questions. I'll, I'll, I'll um, have some, yeah. It's yeah. like if he had spurs on while he was doing surgery. Well, they actually ask him why he <laughs> doesn't have ching, spurs ching. at one point. They, they, they say, "Where are your spurs?" Uh, and he's just like, "No." Don't know. Well, he, uh, that's why he goes, "Is he fucking? Uh, is he messing with me? Is yeah. he having fun with me?" He's like, yeah. "What?" You just keep the cameras rolling. Buckaroo Banzai uh, is also a surgeon. Yes. Um, that's uh, right. To which my wife, she said, "There is no way I would let a doctor Banzai <laughs> anywhere near me in a million years." And she's she's absolutely right. He's not just a neuro a no, neurosurgeon. No, no, oh no 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 he no! no. He's a martial artist. Yes. A particle physicist. Particle physicist. Yeah, yeah. Gunfighter. Gunfighter. A multi instrumentalist musical superstar. Test pilot. Yep, yep. He's got a jet car. He's got a jet car. Yeah, he I mean, a jet car. Sam, uh, the the opening crawl was phenomenal. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> there is. I don't know if you guys watched it. There is a longer cut with. Yeah, with his yeah, parents. With his parents. Yeah. With, with Jamie Lee Curtis. And the guy who plays Shredder. That's right, that's <laughs> right. Uh, 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 as, uh, it's like, what the fuck? And then they go on about Hanoi Shan, who was yeah. clearly... Again, that's like, you guys were... You were away. <laughs> you were like... You had the, the League of Criminals. The League of the, the, the World Crime League, I should say. Which I have yeah. got into so many fucking things, man. <laughs> like, I'm not lying. The World Crime League has... Hanoi Shan has turned up in wrestling commentary. And if anyone has noticed that it is fucking... That's the most despicable thing since started, Hanoi Shan. Started. The World Crime League <laughs> took down... Like, it's... It's... It's it's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I, I love that. I love the... The huge variety of characters, and and again, I don't know why they've heaped all this on Buckaroo Banzai. Like, yeah, it, like I, I, why, why? I don't, as as a writer myself, I don't. <laughs> I, you know, you should always take. You know this more than anything. You should take it and smash it against the yeah. ground if you're looking to do something different. Sure. Take the convention rules and smash it against the ground. That's clearly what these guys have done. They want to make something as out there as they can, <laughs> and I totally get that. But, guys, when did it get to the point that you thought this was going to be a success? Or, yeah. and this is it, in the, in the vein of Crocodile Dundee, was this meant to be a giant tax write-off? Yeah. Like, I've thought it more than once. I've got The threes, was this meant to be, like, Crocodile Dundee was meant to be a huge... They thought it might do all right. And it was a gigantic... And hit. it was a huge... Yeah, massive like Bono hit. himself. I think Bono put something like money into this. Because <laughs> you know, no, no, Bono put money into Crocodile Dundee. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing. He put invested money... Crocodile Dundee is part of tax thing and it ended up being the biggest movie of that year like huge absolutely fucking huge that was an absolute cultural phenomenon yeah 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 
So as we, as we know, he is of a of mixed uh, heritage. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, uh, he's yeah. Part Japanese as a, as a <laughs> evidenced by his surname, uh, <laughs> which uh, just kind of brings to mind. Everyone's got a bonsai oh, in Japan. Oh, we've got a, an emergency. Buckaroo yeah. deal with it, don't worry. Yeah, well, of course. It's in hand, it's in hand. He's probably a fireman hard. as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and he, he, it's really not explored in any other way, his lineage, really, apart from the fact he kind of lives in a dojo in his van. Yeah. They don't have time. And says arigato. Yeah. Like, that they, really they just doesn't say thanks. They just don't have time. There's, like, literally no way. Like, it is busy. The, the whole busy. film is so busy. Yeah, there's like a kitchen, th- there's a kitchen sink theory going on, and I think that if your film's going to come in at a lean hundred minutes, you can only afford a certain yeah, yeah. amount of time to this kind of thing. But there's even little things like, and I think that's why I like it. It feels like I always think of it as like an alternative universe where, like, all these other, um, all these other universes have effectively broken it a little, and so these, it's so busy. Like, for example, the president is on, I, I think, like a chiropractic. Yeah, he's bed, like a traction. And it's never referenced. No, no, no. Yeah, because like, we don't know how say, long he's been. Yep. Did he go through the campaign? He like does that? say, he has, <laughs> a, he does say he has a sore back. But, yeah. I mean, but I mean, like, I have a sore back fucking, almost yeah, all the time. He must be a fucking sore back if he's yeah. in traction, <laughs> performing his presidential duties from and I think that's upside down I think as well. Like. Every scene, there is at least a thing that you go, Why is he like that? Why is that there? <laughs> like, see, I've got this tendency to, if there's something happens and I ask a question, I kind of automatically assume that it's maybe in dumb and it's something previously that I've missed. Yeah, yeah. And, like, so that time when Buckaroo's talking to the president and he, he's, yeah, he's in traction at the time, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, Oh, fuck, did I miss something? Then I realised that literally, like, every few minutes, something I was like oh was that explained before then I was like oh right none of it was it's fine okay Yeah. No, it's and then yeah once I realised that and took that leap I was away like the right at the start there's a general uh, there's a general who's a complete like, that's right he's a complete mm-hmm. shitbag yeah yeah is he not like, the same why guy why are you a general is he not the same guy later that says yeah. something like I'm, I'm about to lose my fudge <laughs> yeah 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 and it's like, <laughs> like well, a... I love the fact that the military are, are presented as cowards yeah. and it's like... <laughs> yeah cause like, so, like kind of some uh, like the vice president or something she's like that to pull yourself fucking pull yourself together yeah, exactly. like, sort yourself out adults like, oh. adults <laughs> adults are, are children yeah. are adults are children in this and I think it's so rambunctiously silly mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that I just, uh, I, it makes me smile. It's a film um, that makes me smile, and every time I watch it, I know it's something else that makes me go, what the fuck? Yeah, and, it, fuck? Yeah, and Why has that guy got two belts? That guy's got two belts on! <laughs> and he, he looks cool. It's, in terms of style, fucking hell, man. Like, if hipsters ever discover this film, they have got, uh, they've got, hipsters, the uh, concept of hipsterdom will have another 20 years. If they ever discover this film, oh yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, there are a lot of in, interesting fashions. In uh, fact, um, I was sure it was um, God was it um, oh, Russell T Davis, uh, Stephen Moffat, who did say that one of the costume designers was influenced by Matt Smith's look came directly uh, off Buckaroo. That I said that earlier. You said that earlier. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what I thought. Um, the film wastes absolutely no time after that initial crawl. <laughs> we have Buckaroo performing some brain surgery, apparently training Jeff Goldblum at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he sets off pretty quickly to test out his new rocket car, which yeah, yeah. uh, kind of looks like a Ford truck with the old Adam West Batmobile strapped yeah, to the back. Yeah. Which uh, uh, the uh, the guys from um, Oh my God, Yo-Yo Dine are already trying to get a hold of. Yeah, that's right. They're already. I mean, they're trying to they're trying to sabotage this whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> stripping it off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I noticed at one point when they're preparing for the launch uh, and they're kind of pre-launch countdown. One guy says, uh, all systems righteous. Like, 
just like, like right that, oh yeah, God, that's uh, it that's the kind of film that we're in and this is the first kind of two minutes of the film three minutes of the film uh, that's fucking ma- yeah, like and from you, that point it, if, madness if you thought you were watching a gritty yeah, like, yeah. If, like you have you have picked the wrong film <laughs> I, I mean going it I had no fucking idea what I was going to be watching uh, but yeah I just I realised pretty quick what I was yeah. watching but like yeah going in I had no idea um, it's even too busy for a comic strip like even the comic strips that were written by WD Rick, uh, Ritker who uh, um, obviously then um, put the film together it doesn't really work because there's so much going on but then again in, in some way like, there's a guy who, the villain is dressed like a pickle and he's trying <laughs> to sneak his way in and he manages to get in and <laughs> and it's just like of course because I'm, I'm the asshole for even questioning this and I think if nothing else it just makes you go you know sometimes I think certainly when you get older and if you've had experience of watching films for a long time sometimes you just let, enjoy the journey there's nothing <laughs> yeah, worse yeah. sometimes you just don't enjoy the journey and Buckley once I forces you oh, to enjoy I, the journey forces you to just go yeah. you're not going to make any sense of any of this shit yeah. but and if I, you do you make your own theories like I, I did this um, the, the, there's a screening over in, uh, in LA that I was very lucky to go to and man the theories like folk could write like hundreds of these fucking films seriously oh my god like even quantum physicists like that's where the, the multi-dimensional thing mm-hmm. it's the universe oh, is yeah, broken mm-hmm. oh, it's okay. meant to be like and it's like fuck man that's that's really deep I, I didn't even fucking put that into um anyway right sorry carry on boys no no no, 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 no. Right. um uh so i right after we see the kind of the successful trying of the oscillation over thruster yes yeah, was when he passes through the mountain and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. you immediately cut to um, there's the creature there's the random creature that's breathing on it yeah he's oh, brought yeah, something yeah, back yeah, yeah. Something yeah. Back. yeah. Um, little ball from the eighth dimension yeah like a wee like a wee cricket a cricket ball sized brain yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. like it's kind of like um, yeah. don't be fooled kids it's nothing to do with the rest of the film yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's this leading to fuck all yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're wondering what that is keep wondering <laughs> yeah keep wondering but, but um no but after that um we get introduced to uh his former colleague slash nemesis uh Dr. Uh, Emilio Lizardo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah, yeah. uh, watching this on the news from uh, Trenton, home for the criminally insane. Yeah. The loony... Uh, how amazing oh, is the loony bin? Unbelievable. There's a guy in the background at one point with socks suspenders and he's in his pants and he's got a briefcase and he's washing all... He's, like, wiping the wall. I was just like, yeah, this is a loony bin. <laughs> so this looks like a tasteful 80s yeah, depiction he, of a loony bin. Yeah, he, <laughs> John Lithgow in this film is... So John Lithgow is... Fucking he, he banana is, Lizardo. A, a ball. Just, I guess, quickly, you do see the flashback after he electrocutes himself yeah, they took to remind himself yeah, like yeah. it's never really false, established false you know, flashback why yeah. he's giving himself shock treatment yeah. to remember the horrible incident that happened to his symbiont host yeah you know, it's what the fuck he's a staggering yeah. array of wigs as well like he, oh yeah, yeah yeah he starts off with real black dark when sean Connery's playing a japanese guy here <laughs> and then he kind of it gets madder and kind of more orange and yeah, bigger yeah. he's and ginger fucking, by the middle of the film yeah and his fucking teeth man yeah, yeah. his teeth are very upsetting i love very I love, upsetting I love, I love Dr. and his Zabby. feet and toes and everything he's yeah, fucking he's, he's, he's so disgusting and, uh, um, and and then obviously you see the flashback where he Effectively, a version of the uh, the oscillation. I always get it wrong. Oscillation over thruster. Oh, oscillation over thruster. I think we can uh, cut it to over thruster. We'll just, go over thruster. Yeah, just for, yeah. for uh, ease. Well, I don't know. I mean, we do. Clearly, <laughs> the oscillation bit is very important. Yeah. Uh, We're playing as fast and loose as the like film. He does like an early version of that. That's not ready. Everyone warns him. He goes through, and it, it, that's where he is. We believe <laughs> taking over. 
I don't even know how that works. He like, goes through it. it, 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 it kind of goes I love the bit that he comes hole back. A wall and, he's, and he gets accosted by those rubbish aliens that are through yeah, the rest yeah. of the film. He's just through a hole in the wall the, and his feet are just kind of kicking on the, the other side. The, the, the making of the film, the documentary that goes with it is amazing because... Uh, they talk about how the makeup. If you actually look at a couple of the makeups, uh, they're they're amazing. Uh, a couple of them are really detailed. There's so many parts, took hours to do. But as clearly budget started yeah. running out, um, they just put go. Well, we'll just put that. Like we'll John just, Parker's gloves. Yeah, we'll we'll just put the head on them. You know, like as it goes on. That's like a um, uh, troll two. You notice that? See, like, whenever yeah. whenever you whenever you see like a whole load of them in troll two, you're always like, oh, that one's quite. Oh wait, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually it's just one guy with just like a burlap sack. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are really, really detailed, and I think like the uh, um, the aliens you see that are on the high chairs, like really. Like, oh yeah, yeah. For some their reason, makeup's yeah. really good, but they, but then other guys just like you, you shit. What the fuck are you doing? Oh. But then he goes, he gets uh, uh, taken over and does one of the best fucking I have gone nuts performances. I I just love the fact he doesn't say anything. He's like, ah, 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 it. Kind of pauses by the door as well. The pause, the pause is amazing. The flash said it looks right down the lens, right at you. Like he's felt it. He's spinal tap, and he's taking crazy to eleven. Oh, fucking yes. Listen, if you're gonna go full pelt, and he certainly does. See, like Lithgow is doing the Lord's work in this film. Honestly, it is bananas, and I've no idea what he's. I think he's Italian. He's Italian. He is Italian, but obviously the creature is not. Yeah, it's not really Italian. I love the fact they just mangle it through. But again, oh, it's like fuck. it's like yeah. pantomime. It's like a pantomime comic book. <laughs> that so I don't like how the fuck do you describe it? It's it's so uh, it's so crazy. But then obviously we come back to the real story where nothing really is happening. Well, Buckaroo Banzai has a gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and the Hong Kong cabinet. Life isn't normal with the guy who um, now. This is just because it's been a long day. I've been up since half four. Oh, What's yep. the name? Do you remember the name of the uh, uh, the venues performing at? Yeah, Artie's Artery. Now, I'll tell you for why. Artie had heart surgery. Emergency heart surgery. Right. Who performed the heart surgery? Dr. Buckaroo Banzai. Dr. Buckaroo no, Banzai. in hell. Apparently at a gig, he took that boom, and then he opened it and got a new lease in life. Before that, he was a scientist, and now he runs a fucking top rock venue with it's 12 not, people yeah, in it's, 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 it's not that busy I used, at all. A, I used to think it was a private gig. Yeah. And it, obviously, it, we meet Penny. Who uh, um, is having a hard time? We don't really know why. And tries to she, kill. She's in a hell of a state. Tries That's to a- kill herself in the middle of a gig. Now this is. We'll get this out of the way very quickly. It is disgusting. The thing I have for Ellen Barkin in this film, right? It's, oh really? It's disgusting. Is it that bit and in the we'll prison move cell? On. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Oh my goodness! But, are you kidding? Even um, when she's crying, I'm oh. kind of half, half, <laughs> half masked. Uh, it's not right. It's like I want to help. I'll protect you. Don't you worry. And obviously, in the middle of the concert, which seems to be going well. So I mean, like, yeah, yeah. He's I mean, so, got a tiny, the smallest trumpet in the world. Yeah, yeah. and it's got some genuine musicians in it. Like those guys. Still perform to this day. I think he even performed with Peter Weller. Did they perform under the, under the Hong Kong Cavaliers? Yeah, yeah, Monica. That, is, that exists. <laughs> but, um, like so, but when we get to that scene, so obviously like they kick off the gig and it's kind of in full flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, out yeah. of nowhere, I think an extremely perceptive Buckaroo is like, "Wait, stop the music! Someone in the room is having a." An episode time. Listen, where everything that's going on, I'm not fucking surprised. That guy must have like the hearing of a fucking bat. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I, like um, he knows we're having this discussion right now. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> when they're in the knows. when they're in the midst of it, the band kind of become the avatar for the audience, and one guy goes, "This is weird," and we're all like, "Uh huh, yes, like, yes it but, fucking is." But it, but even that's kind of fun. 
and this is weird. It's good, isn't it? And you say that he drops the, the weird bomb way before it's really weird. Yeah. Bucker is a weird cat. He's like clearly yeah. got some form of high functioning autism. And I don't mean yeah. that in a disrespectful way. I mean that <laughs> in, in the good. Well, fucking good for you, mate, because you are you've had a fucked up upbringing. Where does you know? he get this cachet that he's he's treated like this? Like, he, he seems to be almost a kind of jack of all trades, of, ma- he, master of none. He, he reminds me of that Gary V guy, just constantly fucking moving with a bunch of people around him. It's like, do you ever <laughs> sleep? It's <laughs> a fun. You know, going from thing to thing. Bucket, bucket, fuck me. Fuck me. Gary V is uh, very... I refuse to pronounce his country name. Uh, Gary V... v- Do you know who I mean? No. The guy that does all crushing it videos and all that. You guys have no idea. He's like... Well, this is the guy that basically spends his whole time coaching you on how to improve your brand and how to help people with... It, get social media out there, get embraced and help people with their social media. So it's like... But what do you do? <laughs> what do you? What is the thing you do apart from tell people to do what you're doing? Okay. Which is telling people to do what you're doing. What do you fucking do? And I hate that. I hate it. Like, I get the fact this guy's a fucking millionaire. Like I even see him like he's, he's yeah, yeah, I'm working with the, working with our clients, helping them improve their brand and social media. But how? By doing what? By telling them to do what you fucking do? <laughs> it's like, oh, I came from nothing and like his father had like a five million pound wine yard. It's like, oh yeah, because you were fucking struggling, you prick. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> That's your bucket of ones, I guess. Practice is um, what you preach. Yeah. So um, uh, I think it's worth mentioning when he, when he, uh, when Buckery set, uh, serenades uh, Penny. Penny. Uh, wherever you go, but, 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 wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, there you are. I was going to say it's an iconic line in the yeah. film. Yeah, that's, um, that's beautiful. And yeah, and what I think it makes is, sense. What I think is, <laughs> what I think is, yeah, I'm not sure it makes sense. It's yeah. like going, it's like going, yeah, maybe. But um, uh, <laughs> what I think is possibly the most extreme reaction that I've ever seen to someone being serenaded that she then pulls a gun out of her pocket and tries to kill herself. Yeah, it's, but Buckaroo, this has been going well. I, yeah. I, I don't blame. I don't blame her because the gig does kind of drop off a bit. I, it, well, it's well, a momentum it's breaker. It's a momentum it's, breaker for sure. When it's in full flow, even the people in his band are kind of like, "What's he doing? What's he doing?" Right now, here's a couple of things that we're going to get to really fucking quick. Right, right, do it. Penny is the, first yeah. of all the spitting image of. Uh, Buckaroo's ex-wife more than the spitting image oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we, yeah. we don't need to give that away just yet I think, <laughs> I think, although I think it's revealed quite quickly yes, yes, they're, they're sisters yeah. now she's no idea who Buckaroo is she's like literally she's never heard of this guy that her sister went and married <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm, like, I'm assuming that we're to believe that they were separated we're assuming to think that but you're fucking telling me she's still never heard of Buckaroo who seems to be like the biggest fucking deal in the fucking yeah, because, planet but, because he's got like a yeah, band but also comic, like, the comic book uh, she never turned on the telly and went holy fuck this is my she looks just like me the guy's famous enough to have an arcade machine yeah. in an insane asylum about him <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and no one in the band no one in the band clocks us apart from no one's yeah. Oh, shit. Mate, does that not look don't like make, uh, we're, about, we're about to have a show, don't make a big deal about yeah. it, but there's his fucking yeah. dead like, <laughs> like, if, if I do a stand-up gig, right, and people go, fuck, man, there's a guy in the front row, it looks like X, you you always get it. No one went, fuck me, it's like, Buckaroo's wife, wife's dead, right? Yeah, there's a fucking, look at her. Look at the curtain, so much like her. Look at her. We've got to tell him. Oh, don't tell him. No, if he goes out there, he may, so, <laughs> like, is, is Buckaroo just... Does he see her and just doesn't know what to fucking do? It's like, I've been singing her or maybe, something. Maybe he does. It. It's just all getting... 
that's the one time his mind kind of short circuits. Because yeah. if he cottons on to the fact that she looks like she is the spit of his dead wife, <laughs> he is completely impassive. Like it doesn't register on his face. I think it registers pretty quickly, but he plays it cool. You think uh, so? Yeah, he gives nothing yeah. away. Gives nothing away. I'm, that's I'm, his, that's maybe his under, style. I'm maybe underselling. I'm maybe underselling the nuance. I think that's his style. clearly going to pump her. So, uh, so we're, we're we've got we've, what we've got is we've got a love story, and yeah. we have mm-hmm. we have a villain kind of set. Like he, esca- right. he escapes yep. in quick succession. There is a plan, but then he's not seen again for another. He's not seen again for a conservatively while, forty minutes in the film. It's yeah. fo- it's forty two minutes Be- between them escaping and the ransom call. The film's principal villain is off camera. Yeah. for 42 minutes <laughs> but we do which have I think a, like, which but, is, but we do have Christopher Lloyd in it now Christopher Lloyd why? was not like he, he, he kind of a job and actor around about when this time ago but we are only like minutes away year, from Back to the Future we are like a year maybe two or three like before Back to the Future must have started production he's on Taxi he's <laughs> Taxi been, I was going to say would be his big thing at the yeah, time yeah he right? would have been Christopher Lloyd in Taxi now yeah. maybe he's trying to break into films I know he'd done a couple of westerns I know he's Clearly trying to break mm-hmm. into films, yep. and you know you could do a fucking whole show on Christopher Lloyd on his own. He is such an oddity <laughs> in terms of career. Yeah. Like why? Oh, absolutely. Like yeah, just yeah. why he never became. Well, he did. At one point, he must have been one of the biggest, biggest faces, biggest actors on the planet. Certainly one of the, so, mo- yeah. one of the more recognizable. Because he did yeah. Back to the Future, even Adam's Family, yep. and uh, loads of other things. He just went mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, but these other um, Vince. Oh, I can never remember that fellow's name. Uh, Italian actor. He was in Ghost. Um, Vincent Ciavelli the, 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 the three guys from Yo-Yo Dine again <laughs> at this point are not unknown oh no absolutely they not they are not yeah. unknown actors they must have ch- like I wonder were they meant to have bigger power and even their relationship is kind of like this bizarre <laughs> yeah, like, three stooges thing yeah, they've yeah, kind yeah. of got going on right if we're going to yeah, dig into if we're going to dig into the Yo-Yo Dine thing yeah then Yo-Yo can I just quickly touch on um, just after uh Buckaroo gets Penny out of the jail cell yeah, 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 yeah. because uh, just just for clarity, just yeah, they, in case anyone they they go straight, yeah, they go, just like, him and a perfect Tommy. Oh, uh, uh, on those bars. Oh, uh, yeah, perfect Tommy on his own. Perfect I, Tommy. Totally would. Uh, and they, <laughs> they they go straight from there, straight from there to a press conference, yeah, yeah. Um, which is moving quickly because there's a motorcycle yeah, motorcycles yeah. coming in. But uh, I think there was a lot of Harley Davidson dollars there. By the way, there was Harley Davidson everywhere, oh, posters, everything, trucks. Oh, listen, this must have been. We'll buy Harleys for the entire fucking. <laughs> it seems like that. We'll buy our for the that's your crew. pay. That's your wage. You yeah, get a motorbike. Yeah. And they kidnap. When they kidnap, uh, um, they kidnap uh, Doctor. Oh, Doctor Hikita. Um, that's but, what Yu Yu Dine are doing because they yeah. want the uh, the overthrust. The overthrust they, they yeah. want. They well, they're on the various means. Just, yeah. just, yeah. um, for, just for clarity, on the off chance that anyone is being crazy enough to listen to this without having seen the film. Just, to, it just, 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 to, just to tie this loosely. Uh, we have bounced about so much. I'm trying to stay. It's like, focused, but, but what, but what we have here basically like, is that the suicide attempt in the club is misinterpreted as an a a, shooting, an assassination attempt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, the depressed lady Penny, Penny Pretty. Is, yeah, uh, yeah, taken to jail for that, and uh, Buckaroo doesn't even seem to bail her out; just walks her right out of the jail. Yeah, yeah walks her right but out. But he goes straight to this press conference, and for some reason, Penny's on the panel at the press panel, conference, yeah. still wearing uh, Perfect Tommy's jacket and the that. pink slip. Like you she has. Usually part of the Hong Kong Cavaliers. Yeah, just like You're part of the gang. Um, you sit here now. Doesn't like, matter what happens. You you're accepted. Here, you're accepted. Maybe there's actually a deeper message in there that I've only realised as we're talking. <laughs> no, I feel there are some deeper messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I never. God, every time you watch this fucking film, it's got something else. <laughs> but um, a bit that I really loved uh, it comes quite quickly after that is when uh, Buckaroo Banzai gets zapped 
and he yeah. has that he has this moment where uh, the 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 formula that saves the day is kind of blasted into his mind, Perfect. and he writes it down quickly on his hand. Yeah, and then later when he rescues Doctor Hikita from the van, Hikita's <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, "Give me the formula, Buckaroo, give me it," and he, he licks his hand and, and just presses sla- it, stabs it on his forehead, and he like fucking like died, man. Yeah, and I then two seconds later, he kicks an alien in the balls, and I nearly fell off my chair. <laughs> like it's fucking amazing. Because it is like because it does move along the kidnap. The chasing them with the buckaroo, and then there's uh, there's the uh, introduction of the blue blazer regulars, of um, course, right? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Who are effectively a network of mm-hmm. volunteers yep. and fans that are out there. I mean, there's some pretty like positive shit in here, mm-hmm. like because like a little kid can be a member of it, and it's, an o- their an opinion and their contribution is yep. valued as much as the dad that flies a fucking helicopter. He, he can yep, freely absolutely. like that child can freely discharge a firearm to his heart's content. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Buckery completely said, "Yes, young child, what have you got to tell me?" And like said, you know, and I, I guess I like that. Because, um, oh, fuck it, it's, we've all got something to contribute in some way. So that's a nice thing on its own. Just skimming past it. Because the Blues Blazer regulars are a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they're a thing now. There's yeah. a network of Blue Blazer regulars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try not to get too involved with the community just because I don't really have the time. And, uh, <laughs> or you'd be right and, in and, there. And there's certain levels of like, oh, this is maybe, you're just like, I've got kids. And all. I, I really... <laughs> I, you don't have the time. I, I don't really have it. the time to get as involved <laughs> as you want to. Here is a guy in Scotland that really likes this film. I might be the only one. Just settle down. <laughs> <laughs> just settle down. and uh, um, I get, But it's actually something that's... It's interesting as a film that's actually become more of a cult hit recently. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. been just, I don't know, the invention of social media and what have you, people just being able to share ideas and getting out there. Oh, the re-releases, of course. Yeah, the Arrow one there. And it's gorgeous. I even love the way, like, the way, even looking at the DVD case right here, or the Blu-ray, I should say, um, even just the way they style it, it's, it is very unfitting mm-hmm. with the movie. Yeah. Um, so um, anyway right getting on with it um, so Billy who is this film for me Nothing. Right. me on my own I, I don't I don't know at the time when it was made when it was pitched and it was made and it was shot who were they making this I, film for I absolutely no idea it's not a kid's film it's not a kid's I wouldn't film say. it's not an adult's film it's do you know I think this is Scott Pilgrim right? okay this okay. is Scott Pilgrim okay. right interesting now in the respect of I love Scott Pilgrim. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Great film. But when I watched it, I went, I don't think this is going to be a hit. Um, it's so stylistic. It's made with great passion. It's very innovative. The characters are wild. Hell, they could even... These characters could all exist in the same universe. <laughs> like the Buckaroo Bonsai guys, and these could all exist in some bizarre, twisted universe. Now you've said it, it's not it's not a equivalent of what was wrong before, but now you've said it, it's actually it, like... It's, yeah. it's not an insane leap. Absolutely not, no. You know, um, um, but I think it's made for those type of people. And the problem is, the problem is, in terms of going to the cinema, those people don't, and they don't now. Hollywood must be shitting themselves on Netflix making original content now because that's where the money is. That's mm-hmm. where people are now digesting movies. I'm not saying all movies. I'm not saying all movies, but like Bright, for example. Bright was the biggest movie of last year, but you wouldn't know it. Yeah. The, Hollywood, the Hollywood press won't let that go, but it was the biggest movie of last year. And what, they probably paid like Will Smith like 50 million or something to be in that movie. <laughs> Conservatively. Probably yeah. cost them like, yeah, yeah, they could easily spend 200 million in that movie. And the amount of subscriptions and the amount of traffic that got Fucking hell, it's paid for itself like 10 times over. It's crazy. And that's how they're going to be just so... I, bizarrely, 
if Buckaroo Bunsai had had, like, let's say, let's pick someone random that's quite big just now. Let's say Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not saying Leonardo DiCaprio. But so Leonardo DiCaprio's Buckaroo Bunsai and went straight to Netflix. Probably would be a big hit now. Scott Pilgrim, I think, would have been a bigger hit if it had been a Netflix original. Yeah. If it had gone straight to Netflix, it would have been a bigger hit. And that's just the way that people digest the movies now. So it's bizarre because it's made, this film and the time it was made was made for people that I don't think existed. Apart from... It's made for the Stranger Things generation. That's a really good answer to a question that I didn't think had a right answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, indeed. It, it's, uh, a, it's a bizarre one. Yeah, at a certain point in this film, the president's... Uh, he's kind of trying to assimilate everything that's going on while being in traction. He's upside down. But he's got all this information coming at him. He's got generals classic, freaking out. Cla- classic diplomacy yeah. stance. <laughs> generals are freaking out. He, he's like, what the fuck? And he, he kind of takes a minute to take stock of everything that's going on. And he yeah. says... Uh, he says Electroids from Planet 10, uh, nuclear extortion, a girl named John. Now, I think any of these Whatever next. would be valid titles for this film. Uh, equally valid titles guess, for the film. I guess the president is the conscience of the film. <laughs> no. He's the dad who's watching his kid watch this film. Just going, <laughs> what is this nonsense? <laughs> you know, he's like, what are you, is this what you're into now, you kids? I think, um, What's wrong with, like... Oh, fuck, I can't think of one thing. What's wrong with Matlock or something? <laughs> so, I, I quite like the idea of Electrodes from Planet 10 as a title because it makes it sound like a sequel. I feel like somewhere in the writing that might have been the title. It, it makes it sound like a sequel. Equal to Planet what, from space. what a great name for a band! Yeah, I, I wanted 100%. Listen, I, I wanted to have. Uh, a, I still want to have like a fucking wrestling stable. I want to call it the Hong Kong Cavaliers. <laughs> I want to call it the Hong Kong. So, so, so like Attitude Era WWF. That would have killed. Yeah, but even now, I think it still would. I, yeah. I love yeah. like I love things like do, do, do you know a parallel between wrestling just quickly. I love things like Shikara and what have you and stuff like. It's really quite out there, and it, again, it's that fun element. If something's fun, you will get my attention. It might not be great, but if it's fun and it's positive and even like like Phantasm 2, for example, it's a silly film. <laughs> but I love it because it's made with great... There's a lot of due care and stuff that's made in that film. And uh, and, and the bucket, it's exhibited right here. And I think that's what I like about it. It's, it's so over the top that you, you go with it. You go with it straight over. Now, I've seen the film several times, and some of the notes I've written, I wrote while watching it, I feel like this was the first time I actually tried to watch it, rather than just it being on and it yeah, washing yeah, over yeah. me. Yeah. Some of the things I've written, I am flummoxed. Uh, Let's have a go, see if we work uh, it out. Alongside with, this is the best film ever. <laughs> uh, these glittery eye masks. <laughs> like, it's just... Even, oh, yes, the eye masks, oh, so they fuck. can uh, look at the... Why would you not have that? Listen, yeah. alien technology is going to be a lot different <laughs> yeah. for our own, and I think bubble wrap, bubble wrap to the yeah. face of eye masks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they aid in the, the finding out uh, they're watching I love the a holiday. I to make sure people that have eye masks that are people that are can contribute nothing at this point. Yeah. It's like, well, you better see this alien's message as well. Yeah. Really? So here's a here's some bubble wrap. Second to your face. I'm sorry, touch on, on the bit where Penny's tied up uh, and she she got cherries in her mouth or balls in her mouth. I'm not stuff. talking about this. And uh, <laughs> Vincent Chiavelli for some reason pouring honey on her yeah. um, so they can uh, you've yeah. got a little alien creature that clearly is going to well there's also a, it briefly shows you ants and then yeah. you're thinking oh ants ants and John Lithgow he's shouting take her to the pit use more honey I love um, that bit take her to the pit use <laughs> more honey use more honey and they're just they're just kicking the shell and then they're, 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 oh fuck she's going to get eaten by these ants that's going to be her torture that's her torture and the next scene she's got a tarantula sitting on her yeah. like, and there's what the, the deleted, fuck is going on the deleted scene 
where Penny shouts out Dr. Lozado, I know exactly who you are, Hanoi Shan, and goes out of the room and he goes, Hanoi Shan, who's that? So they were clearly thinking, but Hanoi Shan is nowhere to be seen in this film, apart from in the edited, the, the, the precursor, the which, did, which did not go out with the film. At which point then? Hanoi Shan is the biggest cunt in this film. At which point then <laughs> do you suppose... He's the biggest villain, but he is nowhere to be seen. At which most point in the edit yeah. then do you suppose they realised they weren't going to get to make the sequel? After the edit, presumably I, I, they left I, that title I, card then. I'd be pretty confident first day of filming. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 don't, I don't know, I mean... If this had been a different generation, maybe, but it's so bizarre, and I think that's why I feel I need to love it because I think that's why I think that's why we do that. It's like, um, listen, I'm the guy that picks up the fucking stray outside that's tied yeah. up outside the shop. I'm that guy. I'm the guy. Well, nobody's talking to that guy in the back of the classroom. I'm gonna go talk to him. I'm that guy, um, and I think um, I think that's why I like I, I like this film. You have to like really yeah. reach out and, and take a take a take a jump with it. I also just quickly want to mention uh, Christopher Lloyd's character's name. John Big Bate. Well, John Big Bate. That's Big actually Bate. a bonus on contention throughout yeah. the film well, is the mispronunciation of his name. You actually see a whole list of yeah, like, oh, old John. Yeah, basically all the John. aliens. For anyone John who hasn't John. seen it, all the aliens are Came here. Called, yeah, they all, yeah, they all yeah. went to New Jersey. They, they crashed in New Jersey yeah. and they got stuck there. Yeah. And, uh, and, and John Big Bate. Yeah. Who then gets shot and they're flipping off uh, what is essentially a suicide mission by this <laughs> Italian lectoid crackpot. Even, even that horrible thing where even the lectoids go, oh, this is We're fucking fast. stupid. We've wasted yeah. our time. <laughs> Buckaroo Bonsai was right. Is there a racist aspect to this film? I don't think there's a racist aspect. I think there's a racial allegory. Mm, there's a serious, yeah, there's a, a serious, a serious thing to be talked about here because there's a lot of talk for hate of the hate towards the blacks. No, we've got the reds no, and the, the blacks. The, um, the blacks are the the black the black electrodes for clarity. Um, are the yeah. ones that are kind of like you're more inclined to side with, right? Yeah, no, yeah, ab- yeah. One, absolutely. Apart red. from the fact that they threaten to destroy the earth. Yeah, the red electrodes yeah. are assholes. You know, I mean, they're Mexicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know where I, it's meant to be. I, I believe, considering it came out in 1984, that the red electrodes are communists. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Oh, there you go, we're getting into that. Also, it would ex- explain what is essentially their crackpot behaviour, mm-hmm. you know, which was essentially still the party line, even though the Cold War was <laughs> yeah. finishing. And, uh, and Lithgow's, really? Lithgow's <laughs> Hitler-esque rant against the blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh, a bit but interesting. But, but, you know, um, uh, it means there's another depth to the movie. There's, there's, the thing is, like, sometimes I think people can let films get out of control. I think this film is exactly how they wanted it. Like, I, I genuinely think this is a, not this is the film. I am how I, it got funded. I have no I idea. I would love like, to see when they all sat down to watch it at a test screen and like when they, they sat, they sat the producers down. Like, I've heard John, wow. I, I've heard uh, John Lithgow rave about this film. Oh no, they, they, he's very, he's still, he's very, still very pro. Yeah, and even, uh, uh, even, even Peter Weller. Peter Weller, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna say the cast, film, the cast in general are yeah. still look back on it with like a fairly large amount of pride. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I admire that. I mean, the director, I think, went on only to write. I think he wrote the movie Stealth. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Actually, the, that is a career. Movie. That is a career nosedive. He wrote the movie uh, Stealth. If, I, if, if um, I'm honest, he wrote yeah. the movie Stealth, and that's about all he ever really did again. And would I have liked to see an explanation of Buckley Wands? There's never going to be a sequel, which is sad because the sequel probably sounds like it should have been the first film. <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, because the the sequel it's uh, Buckley Bands the. Unmade sequel that yeah. is kind of trailed at the end yeah, yeah. is 
Buckley Banzai versus the World Crime League, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, well, you're right. That Jackie was... Chan was tipped to be. Oh. But see, see like, I don't even want to think of what could be, what could have been. Well, I think that's it. It's, it's also a film. I think I also like that because I, somewhere I like to. I would have liked to have seen. Oh no, I would definitely because, have liked to have seen it again. I, I think you do come away with so many fucking questions. Yeah. That you're like. Oh yeah. I I I'd actually quite like to see more of this yeah. just to see where it goes. There's so I much think, bizarre. Yeah. There's so much crazy in this one movie. Where the fuck is the rest? You do make a good point, though. I think that, like, based on the title alone, that makes more sense as a first film yeah. than this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, here it is. <laughs> we all turned around right at the start and we said, God, I hate origin movies. Kind of nice to see the origin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How did he get... But not this all, one. Not how this did one. he get yeah. all these places? Um, yeah. But, you know, beyond, like, if they made a TV series, my God, I'd watch it. But it'd be like Ash vs. Evil Dead, which I couldn't help but notice there. Yeah. We loved it. But Ash vs. Evil Dead suffered from... People watched it on replay. Mm-hmm. People bought the DVDs, mm-hmm. but they did not watch the channel. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what Buckley Banzai would be. People would watch it on repeat. You'd watch it on your phone, but you would not watch it. I feel it like it would TV. suffer from the... I don't know if you've seen Duck Gently. Yes. I feel like it would suffer from that, yes. same, that same kind of thing. A prime example. Yep. And, and the um, thing is, these things all now get... I mean, look at Dread. Yeah. Dread was like, oh, Dread was a bomb, but then on DVD, it did huge and... Uh, it's just the way that the movie is now. Interesting films of a certain ilk mm-hmm. are getting harder and harder to become mainstream successes. I think they're, they're much harder to justify commercially. Yeah, very no, much uh, so, very yeah. much so. Which is a shame because a shame. Uh, even Buckaroo Banzai's budget, which I'm sure is minuscule in, in comparison to what was made mm-hmm. even a few years later, but it bankrupted a fucking studio, so you can't, you can't <laughs> yeah. that. So I think we can start kind of. Bringing things, uh, we could talk about this yeah. for the rest of the time. Um, but I, think, I could do three other podcasts yeah. on this. I think we need to start bringing it to an end. So, Mitch, I know this was a first watch for you. Uh, it wasn't a first. Well, I, I feel like it was a first watch for me because yeah, yeah. It, it was the first time I watched it yeah, in, yeah. in any real depth. I would absolutely recommend people check out Buckaroo Banzai. One hundred percent. Now, I don't know about you. Would you? I'm. Uh, I'm not going to hold it up as being like a cult classic or anything just yet. I don't think. But what I would say is that I came in thinking I like. I mean, I found it borderline incomprehensible. In the <laughs> um, yes, I agree. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I would say that like. Uh, but I would say you've come in and made a pretty compelling argument. Oh, um, cheers! To, cheers! Um, to, to to giving it a second watch. I w- I would recommend giving it, it a second. It watch. is. And it is an oddity. Oh, 100%. That, that yeah. I think almost gives study. I think it demands it, to it, be seen it, it, it in a weird way. Yeah. Study. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure, like, it's, you know, I get the feeling we probably will see a Buckaroo Banzai something down the line. Some One day someone will rediscover this. If they're going to, if they will insist on remaking fucking everything, it's going to go across someone's table yeah. at some point. Keep the dream yeah. alive, Billy. Uh, but I don't know. This might be my Buckaroo. This see, might be my Buckaroo. See, I, I, I kind of feel like your season arc now is going to end up teaching like a film studies module in Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> Who knows? Fuck it, I'm open to it. <laughs> uh, I, I could give them a lot. When you guys went and picked something, it was one of the first that I came to. But I thought, God, Oh, they're fucking so many. It didn't take you long to come back with it. Yeah, Buckaroo Banzai. That's just, it. Boom, just done. Oh, yeah, Andy I, said it was borderline instant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I will say for the record, uh, I remember I got invited by Mark Miller to pick uh-huh. a film, to pick a film to screen when he did this. Like, oh, the GFT uh, series? G- yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I think it was, uh, and Buckaroo Banzai was top of my list. 
and because uh, I just thought it was a gig thing, and, it was like, yeah. no, no. and yeah. I had a huge list. Mm-hmm. And I think like Silent Green was what we eventually watched, yeah. which was like eighth because I wanted a comedy, I wanted something silly. Sure. And clearly, I got like cry pleasing. Clearly, I got backed into a corner. Miller, he knows yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but then the thing is, like, too much. And I mentioned Buckaroo Bunsai when I when I talked about it before the film. But I went, "This is an interesting movie, Silent Green. I think it's a film a lot of people haven't seen." And uh, but in then the following month, he had someone else on, and they mentioned Buckaroo Bunsai, and he went, "God, I just wish someone would pick it." And my mate from the back, bless him, went, "Billy Kirkwood wanted to do it, and you went loud." <laughs> and it was just like nobody cared, but it was just like fucking good for you. Yeah, but uh, right. um, it's a, it's yeah, it's a film that's up for studying. But I like the fact that some people will go, "No, I don't think so." Give another watch though. Yeah, see, it's, it's piqued my curiosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Go back to it. I, I'll watch it again, and it's things that it's one that'll force people to watch. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go home and watch it tonight. Like, oh, there you go. After the Avengers, so Billy, um, uh, what have you got coming up? Oh man, uh, anything you want to pitch? Well, I've just filmed a DVD. Oh, nice. nice. Okay, that's gonna be coming out later in the year. Stand-up DVD. Yeah, yeah, it's a right. stand-up DVD. Mm-hmm. I have resisted, and uh, I think it's the best show I've ever done, oh. which is annoying. Uh, <laughs> it's annoying. Uh, obviously, things with ICW as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm just touring around throughout the year, various different projects. Watch Bad Movies, Great Comedians. We're hopefully going to be making that a more regular thing. Right. Uh, in Edinburgh and uh, Glasgow and uh, various different things. I think the best thing to do is catch me up on social media at uh, slash I like Billy Kirkwood. Uh, <laughs> or you can check me out on social media at Billy Kirkwood. Don't be a dick, I'll be an even worse dick back. So, <laughs> excellent. Thanks. Billy, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Any fucking time. So there you have it, uh, Buckaroo Banzai, or to use its full, insanely long name, uh, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. We're still slightly divided. I think we, we can all agree that it's definitely worth a look. I would say it narrowly, it narrowly get, it scrapes by, I would say. It gets through. So it is fucking crazy, though, like, and it's completely, completely impenetrable oh absolutely yeah i mean like it's 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 bonkers in the most obtuse way but also it's a lot of fun it's also worth mentioning that billy had to run because he was going to the cinema uh, <laughs> at this yeah. point in case you're late he's all of a sudden awfully quiet yeah no i'm uh yeah um avengers infinity war waits for no man yeah absolutely not uh, uh but uh yeah no but like, a big thanks to him for stopping by and uh pretty much selling us on the film Mm-hmm. answering a lot of what I thought were impossible questions did a pretty good job I thought um, so thanks for joining us for episode 2 uh, stay tuned to the social media channels which are uh, Strong Language Violent Scenes on uh, Facebook and also Instagram you can also get us on Twitter at Strong Violent PC and uh, email us at strongvioluntscenes at gmail.com one thing I would like to say as well is uh, if you've got us on social media then uh, and you've seen Buckaroo Banzai or you've watched it since uh, we announced uh, this episode then please pop onto social media and leave us a f- just a five-word review. Five-word review. Five-word yeah. review of The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Uh, fuck, you couldn't even do the, the film's title in five words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ca- we will allow a hashtag out with, out with the five words. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so you, you can put your five words and then a hashtag. Yeah, that's fine. That's allowed. But, but you yeah, know, tweet us with your five-word reviews. That'd be great. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll read the best ones out next episode. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll have some uh, some more announcements coming very soon about future guests, future episodes. Yeah. And uh, don't forget, no matter where you go, there you are. Good night. Good night.